I think what really, really works with us is everybody has a seat on the bus and they stay in their seats. You know, I, yeah, I don't try and go do Haley's job and Haley doesn't come try and formulate and we don't boss each other around. It's here's, here's what you're good at. You're, you're marketing, you're the visual and doing all that. That's what Haley does. Keegan runs the whole overall business of it all. Um, my youngest daughter does a lot of manufacturing with me. Middle daughter does a lot of the filling and everybody just kind of grows in their positions, but we really stay in our seats and don't go trying to boss the other people around. And it really works. Three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, the small biz lady, America's number one small business expert. And I would like to welcome you to tonight's episode of the Small Biz Chat podcast. Today's show has something for any curious business owner. My guests tonight have some amazing insight to share. The Small Biz Chat podcast is a peer-to-peer interview show that gives small business owners a way to get invaluable business advice from top experts in the country. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. The goal of the Small Biz Chat podcast is to give our small business audience the opportunity to hear sage advice to take their business to the next level. So now it's time for me to introduce my guest. Kayla, I always mess up your last name. Please forgive me. <laughs> it's like Floravanti, right? Did I did I get it right? It's all kinds of versions. I answer to a lot of things, but it's Fioravanti. Fioravanti. I was, oh gosh, I was close. Okay. <laughs> Kayla Fioravanti has been a leading expert in the natural cosmetics industry as a cosmetic formulator for over 22 years. She's always had a deep passion for aromatherapy and national natural personal care products. In 1998, she co-founded Essential Wholesale, one of the first all-natural cosmetic ingredients companies, which was listed Listed on the Inc. 5,000 of the fastest growing companies in America. Essential Wholesale started out of her kitchen and grew into a multi-million dollar business formulating for large cosmetic brands and small businesses. Now they have a CBD brand, Ology Essentials, and she's here to talk to us about what's going on in the CBD industry. Kayla, it's so good to see you. You too. It's great to see you and be part of this. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So you have been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. How did you get started in the natural natural cosmetics industry? I basically kind of stumbled into it. I'm an accidental aromatherapist and I found that tea tree cured my son's ringworm after everything else failed. And that got me fascinated because I'm allergic to fragrances. So it was something that smelled and it didn't make me sick. I read everything there was to read on aromatherapy, became certified. And then I was like, well, what do I put these essential oils into? Because I was also allergic to the cosmetics that were on the, in the industry at the time, personal care products, things like that I couldn't use. So I went to the library, read all the patents on chemical formulas, and then kind of went back and started experimenting and talking to labs and 
finding out what I could do. They said it can't be done. So I was like, all right, well, watch me. And I was in the right place at the right time. The world was looking for natural cosmetics. And um, I started providing bulk natural cosmetics just at the right time. Yeah. And I, how I first heard about you and, and heard you first speak was at the Indie Business Cruise Conference. And you really talked about the CBD industry and in, in getting started in it. So I was really grateful to have you come on here today to talk to us about it. So talk to us about CBD, because I think there's a big question mark. I think people think CBD is cannabis. And I was wondering if you could like kind of clear that up for everyone so that they understand what is the substance that, you know, is still illegal in some places in America and what is the substance that CBD is made out of? Both the cannabis plant produces both marijuana, which is the illegal product and uh, hemp. And so they both come from the same family, but they're different genes. Um, and so they have different uh, makeups. The hemp marijuana plant has a really high level of THC, which is illegal in, in many states, um, and a really low level of CBD. Whereas the hemp plant, its cousin, has a really high level of CBD and a really low level of THC. So you could smoke you know, an entire plant of hemp and you couldn't get high because the level of, C, of THC is so low. Um, and CBD is the part where people are getting the pain relief and you know less stress, all that kind of stuff that they get from, from the cannabis family without getting high. Got it, got it. All right, so how did you switch gears from sort of like aromatherapy, personal care products to now doing it with CBD? Because you're yeah. kind of still, you're still developing personal care products, right? But it's like with the CBD ingredient in it. Right, right. So I sold Essential Wholesale in 2011. And when I sold, um, I had a non-compete that kept me out of the industry for six years. And seemed like no, like when I signed it, it seemed like nothing, but six years is a really long time when you love something. So I was planning on getting back in the industry. I have an aromatherapy school that I was going to be launching and I did. Um, and I was just going to be formulating for people. And my son just kept being like, you got to try CBD. You got to try CBD. You got to try CBD. And I was like, I've seen every natural ingredient under the sun. It can't be that great. And <laughs> I was wrong. Um, and he was persistent. I had been having a medical issue that I had finally given up and was about to have surgery for it. And I had tried everything natural, every um, medicine had to offer. And finally was just going to go have a hysterectomy because nothing else could resolve it. And so I got the CBD thinking it would do nothing for that. Like I didn't even imagine it would. And after three days of taking it, all the symptoms i had been struggling with for years were gone. So I called my son and I was like, what are we doing? What's our business going to be? <laughs> you know, I'm like we're getting into this industry. This is a life changing thing. So um, so we basically took my original plan of formulating and, and decided we'd put out a brand um, and include CBD in, in what we were doing. Well, I can testify actually as one of your customers that your CBD full spectrum oil does work. I was somebody who suffered, I fell two years ago and tore my meniscus. And mm. I did not know before that time that I had osteoarthritis in my knee. It was like my fall 
woke up a sleeping giant and I started having like random pain. And, and I went after I met you at the conference, I had been interested in CBD, but to be honest with you, I was scared of CBD because there's so many fraudsters and people out here selling stuff, claiming for it to be, you know, the real McCoy, if you will. And honestly, it wasn't until I heard your talk and you told me that you actually manufacture your own products. That's what made me actually first get on your website and, and place an order, which is, which is what I did. And so I think that there there's, um, I think there, it's important to, to, to know there's some, there's some charlatans in your industry as well as, uh, you know, folks that are doing good business and, and, and big business. And so I wanted to kind of talk to you about, you do um, manufacture your own products and you wholesale CBD products for other brands as well, right? Yeah, I do. And we private label, white label um, for a lot of different brands um, internationally and throughout the United States. So if you're looking to buy CBD products, what are some of the things as a consumer that you need to be looking for, particularly in terms of the packaging or, or the testing and that kind of stuff? What, did the, what do you need yeah. to be looking for? I really recommend looking for brands that have a QR code on the package so that when you're in the store, you can scan that QR code. It'll take you to the website and you want to look at the certificate of analysis that shows you it's very readable how much CBD is in there, how much THC, which it, by, by law, it has to be 0.3% or less and can basically show you that it's not full of pesticides. It's not full of all these other things that are really common in, in poor quality CBD. So I really recommend looking for that. You want to look for companies that are just really transparent and full disclosure about their products. Uh, the product should always be in colored glass, amber, whatever, something protecting it from sun and light um, because it does oxidize. And so if you buy something in a clear bottle, you're gonna have a pink product later. Um, so <laughs> you wanna make sure that, and, and it also is kind of a telling thing that maybe they don't really know the industry and what they're working with if they're not in the proper packaging for it. So those are the big things you're looking for. I don't recommend, you know, if it's really cheap, there's a lot of times a good chance. I mean, the, the, the CBD prices have come down significantly and we reduce our price constantly to keep up with those prices coming down, but they're not cheap still. And if you're looking, if you find things that are cheap, kind of be aware, sometimes people just put hemp oil, which comes from the seed, contains no CBD, no, no THC, no nothing. Um, and just has some good fatty acids in it. And they'll sell that as CBD. Um, you know, so, so I've, I've heard people say, I use CBD, it didn't work. And then they'll bring, I'm like, bring me the brand. I'm just curious. I'd love to see. I'm trying to really understand what's happening in the industry. And they'll bring it to me. And I'm like, yeah, there's no CBD in this. <laughs> like, that's why it didn't work. <laughs> right, right. So now if you're interested in, um, you know, doing this as a business, though, there's a lot of stuff you need to think about in terms of yeah. how to select a manufacturer. And I really kind of want to get into if you're looking to partner with someone to build a line of CBD products or something mm -hmm. for you, what kinds of things do you need to be looking at? Um, you're going to want to look for that transparency where the, they're happy to show you test reports, not trying to hide that for some reason that in some companies that just don't like to show that. You want them to be willing to show you their test reports, willing to send your product out 
to be tested. Generally, you're going to have to pay for that because it's expensive. But I highly recommend people who are just willing to do that testing for you, send it out, not trying to hide anything. We'll often put everything in the company's customer's name so that all the results go directly to them. And, you know, they can know that what they're getting is what they say they're getting. And then they should be sharing that with their consumers as well. So, and you really want people who are encouraging you on that, kind of pointing out um, whether your insurance, you need a different level of insurance because CBD isn't covered by regular cosmetic industry insurance or supplements. Um, it has to be special CBD insurance. And so you want to make sure is, is what you're doing going to go under their plan? Or do you need another plan and why? And kind of you want to understand that up front. That's one of the big things. The big obstacles are insurance, banking, and social media. And All so, right. So let's talk about that. Since you opened that door, let's walk through it. So tell me about yeah. what are the challenges with banking if you're going to have a CBD business? Most banks are starting to let you go in now, but originally they were not. I mean, so you need to talk to people ahead of time. I'm going to sell CBD. Can I bank here? Because you don't want to be shut down midway. You need to know whether your carrier, like your PayPal or Square, who's going to cover your transactions. PayPal at this point will not, but Square will. But you have to have set up a CBD policy with, you know, plan with them. Those, those are big things up front. Your insurance needs to be specifically for CBD, not for food, not for cosmetics, but for CBD. Mm -hmm. And then you said social media was the third one. So how is social media an obstacle? It seems like you can sell anything with social media. No, you cannot. You can't sell uh, mind-altering things. And so (laughs) CBD still is considered mind-altering, even though it's not mind-altering. So because of our cousin, marijuana, we still get categorized with the marijuana industry in certain aspects. So we can get shadow banned if we talk about CBD and we cannot advertise. They do not allow it. And we just have to be really creative in what we say and our imagery because we will get shadow banned and, and have posts shut down. Oh, wow. Interesting. So do you find yourself then you guys try to boost blog posts and stuff instead of actually doing direct ads? We don't do any ads at all. And we haven't ever because you've never, you're not allowed to. We've just been really lucky. I, I have a good reputation in the industry. So we haven't really had a need for advertising when it comes to the private label, white label side of things because we just keep growing. <laughs> so we've been lucky on that side. Um, we could, like if we wanted to do our, we manufacture CBD products and non-CBD products. And if we wanted to advertise that side, we really could. And if we ever get to that Point where we need to, then that's what we would focus on. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, I'm going to take a break right now, but when we come back, we're going to talk more about the do's and don'ts and pitfalls of going into the CBD industry. I'm Melinda Emerson, the small biz lady, and we'll be right back. always ask me, how can I become my own boss? With multiple features in the New York Times, Forbes, and on ABC News as America's number one small business expert, I know a thing or two about how to do it. Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, small biz lady, and I've been coaching small business owners since 2008. 
That's right, I've been helping small business owners plan for success since the last recession, and I'm still here reaching over 3 million small business owners a week online. I've spent the last 12 years compiling exactly what I did to become my own boss. I even broke it down into a six-step system in my best-selling book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. Over 100,000 people in multiple languages around the world have this book. And due to the pandemic, I know people need help. If you're ready to transition successfully from being an employee into your own business, I'm here to help. I'm giving away 1,000 copies of Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months for free. All you need to do is pay for shipping. That's right, I'm giving away 1,000 copies for free. If you've always wanted to start your dream business, let me give you a roadmap to success. This offer will only be available while supplies last, and when they're gone, they're gone. Click on the button to grab your copy today. Welcome back. I am back with my guest, Kayla Florvanti, who is dropping knowledge on us about getting started in the CBD industry. Kayla, I want to know what are the biggest mistakes you see people making in this industry? Is there, it's still, it's still like nascent, right? I mean, it's not like it's so mature. So, so what kind of mistakes do you see some people getting into? I think the biggest mistakes I've seen are people spending way too much money up front. They see it as like this huge industry that's going to be giant and, and it will be over time, like we're growing, but they're spending up front as if we're already there. And then the sales aren't there to, you know, justify that. So really looking for small minimums running in, in, uh, you know, test the waters, have, you know, if you've already got a brand, then like put one product out and see how that goes. Um, and then kind of grow from there rather than putting, I mean, I've seen all kinds of people put a million dollars in up front and they are out of business already. And lots of people who have done that. Um, and during the pandemic, we saw some, some of the companies go under that, that I knew of the kind of investments and the spending they did up front. And, you know, during that slowdown initially was enough to take them down. Wow. So do you think that you know, it's a good opportunity. Do you think that people should consider the CBD industry? Definitely. It's a great opportunity and it's really changing people's lives. And there's a lot of word of mouth advertising more than any other industry I've ever been in is the word of mouth. People use something, they tell somebody else and it just kind of explodes based on word of mouth. You know, we have no advertising ability, but people keep going out there and, and talking about how CBD is changing their, their lives. Um, so there's, there's definitely opportunity and it's just that you just can't put all your eggs there and all of them at a really high dollar amount. Just come in, walk in slowly. <laughs> you don't want to come in and put all your eggs in one basket and just go under that way. But yeah, there's great, great opportunity. Just it's going to take a minute. All right. And then what has it been like to run a business with your son and your daughter-in-law? Like you guys are a family business. So how, yeah. how do you manage all that? It's been great, actually. Um, my son grew up in my business at Essential Wholesale, literally. I was homeschooling him when I first started Essential Wholesale. And like towards the end of homeschooling, before I put him in school, part of his homework would be like, all right, so fill these bottles, count them. And, you know, like coming up with creative ways to turn what we had to get done into homework. But so he definitely grew up into in the industry and 
It's been so much fun. We've been really blessed. We communicate really well. There's been no big family drama, which is great. My daughters also work there as well. They're also part owners now. And it's been surprisingly amazing because you do hear a lot of people's nightmares. But I think what really, really works with us is everybody has a seat on the bus and they stay in their seats. You know, yeah, I don't try and go do Haley's job and Haley doesn't come try and formulate and we don't boss each other around. It's here's here's what you're good at. You're you're marketing, you're the visual and doing all that. That's what Haley does. Keegan runs the whole overall business of it all. Um, my youngest daughter does a lot of manufacturing with me. Middle daughter does a lot of the filling and everybody just kind of grows in their positions, but we really stay in our seats and don't go trying to boss the other people around. And it really works. Well, that sounds like good business advice. And on that note, what is the best (laughs) business advice anyone's ever given you? Always, always have a mentor and use the mentor, whether that's a business coach or a mentor, somebody you can bounce things off of. And um, every mistake I've ever made in business has been when I didn't uh, pass it by my mentor. It's when I thought I had a great idea, I ran with it. And then I was like, oh man, that was a big mistake. And and then kind of had to come back to my coach or mentor and say, what do we do now? <laughs> exactly. I can totally, totally relate. You definitely need a confidential sounding board to be successful in business because every idea you come up with, might not be a good one. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Kayla. I really appreciate your valuable insight. Kayla, what is your favorite podcast? Oh, well, yours, of course. (laughs) I am going to be listening to Joseph though as well. I'm like, oh, I want to listen to more of what he has to say. Me too. I'm going to be listening to his podcast too. All right, Kayla, what's your favorite business app? I'd have to say Facebook. Just able to communicate, reach more people there. I know my team would say Instagram, but it was already used. So, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I understand. Social media is the number one channel these days, so I get it. It's not inappropriate. All right, Kayla, what's your favorite old school marketing tip? Give away information. Give away your knowledge. Share, 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 share. I agree. I agree. And if you're going to do that, you got to give away your best stuff. Don't give away mediocre stuff and think somebody's going to pay you. That's not going to happen. What is the best business book you've ever read? Oh, gosh. Um, I've read so many. I love good to great and just reading uh, what other people, you know, what made other businesses succeed. I like that book. And I actually like the follow-up book they did to that one too. All right. Well, with that, guys, that is it. Thank you so much. Thank you all for joining me for this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. If you're still working on your digital pivot, be sure to grab my brand new book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, Revise and Expand It. It was released just this week. And I've got great stuff in there for selling online, how to become a social media ninja 2.0 and develop a sales process head over to becomeyourownbossbook.com and grab your copy. I've got some great bonuses over there. And thank you so much for joining me. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and I will leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. God bless everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, 
Visit SucceedAsYourOwnBoss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.